Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining me. Last time we talked about resiliency, and I'm excited to dive back into this topic and give some tips and talk a little bit more about relationship building and how we can use that to be more resilient human beings. Come on and join me. Last time we had talked about resiliency, we talked about it being part of everyday occurrences as well as traumatic occurrences and really defined resiliency as adapting well in the face of adversity. Through reading some articles with the American Psychological Association and the Harvard Business Review, there were some tips and categories that really stood out to me that I wanted to pass along because I thought that they were helpful as I started to think about my own resiliency and my moments where I needed to show resiliency. And so I wanted to pass those along to you all as well. And so there are four focus areas that the American Psychological Association shared in their article. And they were connection, wellness, healthy thinking, and meaning or purpose. And so the connection is really about those relationships with other humans or the groups that you're involved in. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a work group. It could certainly be um, a social group. It could be an organization. It could be a volunteer group, a running group. It could be a variety of things. And so really those, those groups or those Um, one-on-one relationships that you have are part of that connection and who you're connected to helps you to be a more resilient human being. And we're going to talk a little bit more about um, relationships and how they connect to resiliency in a little bit. So I'm just going to kind of pause on that one and talk more about wellness. So really that physical wellness and the mindfulness. I know for me, I um, I get uber frustrated when people are like, yeah, you got to take care of your body. Yeah, I know. I know I need to take care of my body, right? And for me, that's a whole different journey of weight loss and, and um, endurance and those sorts of things. And you know, if I'm being honest in this moment, I'm super frustrated with it. But I also know that my body is, has done awesome things like have two kids, right? So I know that my body is a really powerful tool for me. And so making sure that I am doing things like putting the right foods in it more times than not, or making sure that I'm getting enough sleep or drinking enough water. Those are all really important pieces that are not necessarily weight loss connected, but part of, you know, taking care of your body, going for walks, talking about, uh, you know, getting up and doing uh, yoga in the mornings, those sorts of things. So, but then also that, that mindfulness, right? So journaling and uh, again, yoga or meditation, guided meditation or self-reflective meditation um, are, are all those spaces where being mindful and being reflective of, kind of what's going on and how do you feel in the spaces that you're showing up and getting an opportunity to say like, whoa, that was a really challenging space to be in and allowing yourself to 
just sit with that for a moment. It's hard. We're in a society where you pick up the phone and you text and you get on social media and you take all the pictures that remind you that um, life is happy and joyful and there's little in there about the reality of um, how tough life can be as well. So, you know, those sorts of things. You know, mindfulness for me also plays into avoiding those negative outlets. So trying to surround yourself with humans who are um, positive and uplifting souls and, um, you know, your hype squad is a really great place for for being around more positive and avoiding those negative outlets. But then also it's those things like avoiding alcohol, drugs, substances, like those sorts of things that are just bandages really, right? For the negative feelings, emotions, thoughts that you might be going through. So again, the relational piece kind of plays into that, but that wellness piece is really important there. Um, So healthy thinking, again, sort of for me plays into that wellness and that mindfulness, but, you know, making sure that you are open to change. A lot of time resiliency comes with change or change uh, forces some resiliency. And so, making sure that you're open to that change, that you understand your role in change, that um, you're able to control what you need to control for control freaks like me, right? What can I control? What's out of my control and being good with what's in your control. Keeping things in perspective. For me, when I gave my example in the last episode about six months of unemployment, um, you know, that gave me an opportunity to think about the things that are important in life. I did a lot of reflection on maybe this isn't the career path I should be headed down. Ultimately, I chose, yes, it is. Uh, it's it's what I want to do. It's what I where I want to be. Um, but it also reminded me that while I was a live on staff member and my job could certainly be more than a 95 and four, 925 and a 40 hour work week, it was still a J-O-B. And when I'm in interviews, a lot of times people will say, why did you come to your current institution? And I will say, well, I needed a J-O-B. And that is true. That doesn't mean that I don't love what I do, that I have don't have this career path that I love. But also, it's my perspective, right? And so um, I think that's really important. Those healthy thoughts also um, wrap up into learning from your past. What mistakes have you made in the past? What worked really well for you in the past? And how can you make that work? moving forward in this moment, in this instance, where you're needing to show resiliency. So those are really um, sort of the healthy thoughts and embracing that healthy thought train that um, is part of the focus. And then that fourth one is finding a purpose and having a purpose for uh, or a meaning, right, for what you want to do, who you are, where you want to be. Be proactive, right? What do I want to do? How can I change my situation? Create some goals. Now, this is ironic. I think ironic is the right word for this because I hate goal setting. Oh, like people tell me it's time to do smart goals and I like have an audible, ugh, 
right? <laughs> I roll my eyes. I even just did it right now. You just couldn't see it because it's the airwaves. I like rolled my eyes, shrugged my shoulders, um, made the sound. I don't love smart goals. I know they are really helpful, really important, and some folks live and die by them. And that is great. I don't love them. However, I do love, um, again, back to Rachel Hollis and her Start Today journaling, I do love and have really subscribed to listing my dreams as my goals, as part of my goal setting. Here's where I want to be in 10 years. Here's how I get there. Which one am I going to work on first? And the cool thing about it is, as you list where you want to be in 10 years, as if you've already achieved it, some of the goals that you're putting forward to yourself, you're going to work on one specific one. Other things are going to start to fall in line with some of your other dreams. And for me, that is a really cool thing about the start today journaling and setting those dreams. So, you know, so set goals, set dreams, find something that works for you where you can find some tangible results in that in that scenario. You know, maybe your meaning or your purpose in life is to help others. Maybe you do that through volunteering. Maybe you do that through other ways. But really helping to find purpose and meaning are going to be um, helpful tools for you as you think about resiliency, as you think about being a resilient human and how to navigate tough situations, whether they're daily situations or they're those traumatic situations. So I want to go back to relationship building. I shared in um, a previous episode, in the previous episode about how I turn to my people and encourage you to turn to your people in those moments where you need to find resiliency. And again, it can be a daily thing. I've got two amazing girlfriends who we text on a daily basis. And sometimes it's like, cheer for me. I'm so excited because X, Y, and Z happened. And some days it's like, can you say an extra prayer for me? It's going to be a rough day or it has been a rough day. And sometimes it's all we need to get through some of those moments of tough times and need to show resiliency. And sometimes we really do need a full-on support network, maybe even a support group through um, professionals who do this work. But relationship building is one thing that we all Um, hopefully know how to do or can do. And so there are eight different relational sources of resilience that I wanted to share that I learned a little bit about in the Harvard Business Review. And it really just kind of struck stuck with me as, um, you know, times when we might need to build that resiliency and identify those needs in those in those areas. So um, those sources of resilience are Empathy, work surge, politics, pushback, vision, perspective, purpose, and humor. And what are you talking about, Michelle? That's a whole list, a lot of words that don't really make a lot of sense. But when you have a well-developed network of relationships, these are the areas that you're going to identify humans or connections 
where you might have one group of folks or one human or two humans individually who are able to help provide um, empathetic, empathic, thank you, support um, to be able to release some of those negative emotions, right? In that work surge, those might be folks that can help us shift our work or manage those surges or be that sounding board for us. Um, you know, in, in the politics, it might be those folks who um, help us make sense of those political situations. In higher ed, I mean, a lot of places, but in higher ed, it's a highly political uh, institution. And so helping us to make sense of all of those. And so the same with pushback, with vision, perspective, purpose, and humor, right? Um, I love the humor one. Help us laugh, right? Laughter is such good medicine. Who are those humans who can help us laugh about situations? So start thinking about those humans in those areas that um, can help you. And you might have some overlap, right? Write down those words. Who are the humans who can help you in those eight different areas? You might have some overlap. That's totally cool. You might have completely unique, independent humans or groups to help you through some of those. So again, it's empathy, work surge, politics, pushback, vision, perspective, purpose, and humor. Think about those humans. Think about how they can help you in those moments where you need to find resiliency, how they can help you be a resilient human, whatever you're going through. You're everyday stuff, your big traumatic stuff, how can others, how can you lean into others to help with that? So I've I've loved talking about resiliency. I've loved talking about being a resilient human. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this two-part series on resiliency. And I hope that you have been able to take away some good tips or tools or has made you think and reflect about your own resiliency and moments of um, needing to be resilient. So join me in this week's affirmations. I'm done apologizing for building relationships that benefit me. I'm done apologizing for taking care of myself. I'm done apologizing for removing the negative thoughts and people from my life. Go out there. Have an amazing week. You are a badass. Don't ever forget that. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.